0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, it's a BYU Hoops game day. Why today's game is a season definer for Cougar Hoops. Mark Durant breaks it down. Mackenzie Pulsifer joins us
1: right here in Studio B to talk women's Hoops 12-game winning streak and tonight's matchup
0: against San Francisco. Plus, BYU on Jeopardy. Did anyone get it right? And Keaton Cullimore from Men's Tennis in studio. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. What is good? It is Thursday, February 11th. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan alongside Jason Shepard. Jerem, how are you? We, we, we finally watched with you the Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> Guillermo... Jason Bourne. I had not video. seen that. Yeah. I'd seen most. Seen this, watch it on YouTube. It's it great. was quite funny. Yeah, so I can't call you Jason initially. You know, it's got to be Jason Jason Bourne <laughs> Shepard. I love that video. It's great. It was funny. Hey, if you missed it, BYU was on Jeopardy last night. Always good when BYU is on Jeopardy. Like the right? actual Jeopardy, not Sports Jeopardy. Yeah, right? the, like actual, the Alex Trebek. By, yes, not hosted by Dan Patrick. Alex Trebek. Okay, so it was uh, it was this rise and shout. The Cougars are out at this Provo school. Then they played the Cougar Fight song. Nobody got it of the panel. Come on,
1: there's only there's only one
0: school in Provo. Yeah, it's well. There's Provo College. True. I, I wouldn't take away from. Yeah, the, I don't whatever, want to demean the Provo anything. Whatever's yes, the Provo whatever's. The, the Provo actually, I actually tra- think Trappers. I don't sure. Provost was a French trapper, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. But BYU was on Jeopardy. Yeah, I mean, and I'm no a, one got. It. I'm a little upset though that people didn't get it. Now,
1: what if they had said? Yeah. This Provo school will be playing Arizona. Oh my gosh. In the first game of the season, which brings us to No, I'll get out of here. Countdown to the Wildcats. 205. Come on now. The harm- What kind I of harmonica that, is it's that? It's a child. It's my daughter's. <laughs> Finally, somebody in this seat
0: can appreciate a good countdown. I can appreciate a good countdown, <laughs> like Chasing Larson, which we'll do coming up. So you're just saying it's not, it's not a good countdown. It's not worthy. Listen! 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 <laughs> I came up with a countdown originally. That was originally my idea, okay? I just don't want to do it now. There's go- Okay, li- life lesson. Why do you not want people to be excited and look forward to something? There's a basketball game tonight. And they're excited about it.
1: If you had given them a countdown to tonight's game, I bet they would have enjoyed that, too. What are we,
0: six months away? This is too long of an engagement, okay? Uh, Long engagements are tough for people, right? That's what this is. See, here's where I'm concerned. Life lesson! Hold on. What? This this is my concern, though. Okay. The harmonica was
1: so loud, I'm not sure that my 205 was right when it needed to be. I'm a little concerned that that didn't come off very well. Jason, that's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Life lesson, good things and timing equal amazing, okay? Wow. It's not just enough to have a good thing. you got to have timing with it. This is the wrong time for the countdown. Whatever. Whatever. Hey, here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Men's Hoops game day. Something actually today. Not six months away. It's today. BYU's at San Francisco. Live 10 Eastern time on BYU TV. Chase Fisher, questionable for the game with that shoulder injury he suffered two days ago. Radio analyst Mark Durant will join us coming up in the next segment to break down the matchup.
1: Yeah, we've got an uh, interesting topic on this one uh, coming up, this game tonight, and what this means for uh, for BYU. Uh, we know the game time and TV for Saturday, February 27th, when BYU will host Gonzaga. That will be at uh, 10, uh, let's see, 8 Eastern time on ESPN2. That's 10 right. Eastern?
0: Or 8 Eastern. 8 Eastern.
1: We've got 10 and 8 in there. Yeah, yeah,
0: whatever whatever time. Just tune in. We'll <laughs> let you know getting close. It's 8 Eastern. Women's Hoops is in action in Provo tonight, 8 Eastern time on BYU TV. Part of that doubleheader, Women's Hoops and then Men's Hoops against the Dons. The Cougars are looking for their 13th straight win. Man, they're crushing it. Mackenzie Pulsford will join us coming up in a bit to preview that game. And BYU Baseball was picked finish
1: 5th in the West Coast Conference. The seaton. Colton Shaver was the only Cougar on the all-West Coast Conference preseason team, by the way. Three scrimmages coming up uh, in West Jordan for the BYU baseball team starting today. At the
0: Jordan campus. That's, That's right. my neck of the woods. It's
1: like 90th South in Bangor. If you want to go check out the BYU baseball team up in Salt Lake County.
0: If they can, can even can see. Today. Because today is the foggiest day I can it's remember awful. in years. Uh, in Utah. With that in mind, rise and shout. Talk to What's Trending. You're talking about it and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. A season-defining game. In many ways, tonight's a season-defining game for the BYU Cougars. I look at it this way. If BYU wins, there's positive momentum, mojo trying to go into Vegas. If they have any slight at-large hopes still alive, those still exist. If BYU loses, at-large hopes, totally gone. I would then agree with everyone. I still think BYU has a shot if they win out until Tuesday night in Vegas. But BYU would be like, if they lost, every other team in the West Coast Conference, not named Gonzaga and St. Mary's, where it is, well, maybe we'll win in Vegas. That's the ideology. So there are two sides to that coin tonight. Do you think tonight is a season-defining game for the Cougars? Uh,
1: I do, especially if they lose. Especially if they lose. Because I I fall into the camp that, and, and I agree with you, a loss tonight
2: at large? It, it, it's at done. large is gone.
1: I, I think the at large is gone now. Okay. And, and only, the majority of people feel the same yeah, way. I, I think yeah. that it's gone now. I think that BYU is going to have to win the West Coast Conference tournament, which, and I actually agree with Blaine Fowler when he joined you guys earlier this week. I, I actually agree with him. I think BYU actually can win that, that tournament. This is not previous years where there was such a dominant team. This conference this year has proven one thing. Literally anybody can beat anybody. And BYU has already beaten Gonzaga. They've beaten St. Mary's. Now, we know that they've lost to certain teams. But I think that where this winning tonight means the most for BYU, I don't think it's for at-large. I think it's to get back on that winning streak and keep that going so that when you get to the WCC tournament, your confidence is
0: sky high so you can win three in a row. It's interesting that this is such a weird matchup for BYU because – San Francisco in the RPI is 222. That's really bad. That's really bad. Yet I watched San Francisco uh, take it to Gonzaga and then blow it and lose. And then I watched them score 92 in the Marriott Center and lose to BYU because BYU shot 50% from three and hit 15-3 and scored 102. And I go, how is this team in the 200s? But that's what it is. So tonight's an interesting situation. Then you have uh, Chase Fisher banged up, Zach Selius and whatnot, which brings us to today's Twitter question. What do you expect tonight from the BYU Hoops team. Simple question. Pretty, pretty generic, right? Maybe not such a simple answer, though. <laughs> Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweets in at COT underscore BYU football. A big comeback that will last all the way through the conference championship. No more losses. See, and that's kind of what I'm looking at. Like I said, I, I, I think that the
1: at-large ship has sailed. But you need to get on a winning streak mm-hmm. heading into Las Vegas. No slip-ups, you know, there's still time, and we're talking about this as if the coaches don't already know all this right. stuff. They, they realize what's at stake. They can't afford any more slip-ups, but I just think that momentum going into that week in Las Vegas is more important this year than maybe any other.
0: I mean, we're looking at uh, BYU playing in Vegas, uh, what is it, two weeks and two days from now? Yeah. Two weeks and two days, it's coming up fast. It's coming up really fast. And and the big question mark going into tonight's game, what do you expect? And we'll answer that in a moment. has a lot to do with Chase Fisher, BYU's leading scorer, uh, questionable for the game. That doesn't sound good. If he does play, how effective can he be? How effective can Zach Selius be? Because those two guys were really good in the first matchup against San Francisco, which is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day.
1: Chase Fisher and Zach Sellius combined for 45 points in the last meeting versus San Francisco. 25 for Fisher, 20 for Sellius.
0: 45 points <laughs> from those two. And now they both have injured
1: shoulders. Yeah, and if if Fisher doesn't go, you mentioned, you know, what percent is is Sellius going to be at? Uh, it's you're losing a lot of scoring. And this is as we talked about, this is a matchup that that some has given BYU problems. We've seen it in the last couple of years against Pepperdine. There are certain teams that just match up well with other teams, and San Francisco is one of those. For BYU,
0: they've given them fits. Now, luckily, BYU has won more than they've lost. Won the last one, all four there. Yeah. In fact, one, four, seven, and thirty-one point games. So but they've they, been close. They're all are like nail team. biters. Yeah. Now,
1: with yeah, as you mentioned, with the exception of the, of the last one. But th- this is this is just one of those teams that seems to know how to play BYU well. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that they play a very similar style to BYU in terms of pace. BYU, when they go into a lot of games, have that advantage of being the up-tempo team, the faster team. They don't have that against San Francisco because they like to play at
0: that pace too. That's exactly right. And Corbin Kafusi had this to say about how to beat the Dons this week. Uh, I think we want to do a lot better on defense. I think that's one of our focuses this week is that we are a good defensive team and that we... We've got to keep them from being as you know, scoring as many points as they did last time. Yeah, 92 points is a ton and on the road. I mean, a, a ton. Blaine Fowler had this to add about the matchup. San
2: Francisco feels like if they play the game exactly the same way they did in Pro Bowl, they'll win in San Francisco. Yeah. So, so BYU's got to be better defensively.
0: Absolutely. So what, what do you expect tonight in our Twitter question? Uh, use hashtag BYUSN from the BYU Hoops team. Off of the loss of Pacific and with Chase Fisher questionable. Yeah, the the Chase Fisher element,
1: I mean that's that's just so huge. But what I expect, I expect BYU to come out extremely determined tonight. Hmm. I, I that loss and, and you were there, we all heard the quotes. They they knew that they messed up. I mean, Chase Fisher was talking about it. They let one slip away. They they overlooked them. They they didn't play their best and it and it bit them. So I fully expect this team to have hit the reset button. You know the coaches have gotten into them and refocused them. I expect a very focused team to come out. And one good thing for BYU is they have not lost back-to-back games this entire season. Isn't that why? This is a team that's been able to bounce back from losses. So I fully expect them to be able to do that in a gym not an arena, a gym, War Memorial (laughs) Stadium (laughs) that they've had success in. So that's what I expect.
0: I expect a determined, focused BYU team to come out with a win tonight. I expect BYU to play better defense. 92 points allowed in the Marriott Center was ridiculous. The only saving grace there was that BYU scored 93-plus. They scored 102, which in fact is the season high in points BYU needed in that game. 92 is also tied for the most points BYU has allowed in a game this year. Colorado scored 92. So BYU has to play good defense tonight. And then you can afford to miss some shots. How did BYU beat Gonzaga and St. Mary's? They played their two best defensive games of the year, giving up 68 and 59 respectively. If BYU can be in the low 70s with San Francisco tonight, I think that they can win. I don't want a scenario where Chase Fisher is not able to go uh, as effectively or at all, we'll see tonight, and BYU have to make a bunch of shots. Because now you're asking Zach Celius injured, to make shots. Jacob Hartsock, freshman. Is Jordan Chapman potentially a starter tonight? I don't... I, that, well, that's, that, that's, if Fisher can't start, who starts in front of it? I, I think that maybe Jordan Chapman for defense. See,
1: if if Fisher can't go, I think they go with okay. and And I think that because his shoulder is in question, I don't know if you can rely on him for a scoring load coming off the bench. I think if you can start him, you can kind of hide him a little bit. And then anything you get with the other starters will kind of be gravy. So I think maybe that's the decision that they make if
0: Fisher can't go. BYU needs Zach Selyus to be able to score, especially if he's coming off the bench yeah. because BYU needs some kind of bench scoring if the guys in the back court aren't scoring. But I really look to the Kyles to kind of lead the way for BYU offensively tonight. Let's get to the RPI update as BYU gets one day closer. It's the Daily RPI Watch on BYU Sports Nation. They sit at 75, didn't move, Uh, RPI forecast does say if BYU wins tonight, they move up four spots. So, BYU's really going to have to go on a tear here to make any room in the RPI. To sit outside, the, you want to get near 50 for a shot at an at-large. But that's over, so what is it? Just keep winning, and let's (laughs) see Just win (laughs) games. That's all you have to worry (laughs) about now is win basketball games. Let's see what happens if BYU keeps winning. Conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation. What do you expect tonight from the BYU Hoops team at Critch Sam. A bounce-back type performance, KC gets no less than a double-double, and the Cougs win by 10. What does Mark Durant think of this, the radio analyst for the Cougars? He joins us next to break it down. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We are simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Conversation is happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSF. It is a hoops doubleheader
1: tonight on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Women's basketball will be hosting USF at the Marriott Center at 8 p.m. Eastern time, immediately followed by the
0: men's team at San Francisco. That game starting at about 10 Eastern. Today's Twitter question: what do you expect tonight from BY from the BYU basketball team? It's a simple one at Nick Lee51. No slow starts. No point, uh, one point game in halftime, no missing 100 free throws. That would be a lot of missed free throws. Did they Have they ever missed 100 free throws? <laughs> yeah, on the season, maybe. Just win, baby. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Probably a Raiders fan with the just win. Could be. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Our uh, producer Ben Bagley is huge Raider fan. I don't know if he wants the Raiders to stay in Oakland or not. We haven't really had that conversation. We probably need, need to. BYU in the Bay Area tonight, uh, where the Super Bowl was Sunday. Uh, the Cougars trying to get a win at San Francisco. Here to preview the matchup is Cougar IMG Sports Network radio analyst for the Cougars, Mark Durant on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Mark, how's it going today?
2: It's going well, my friends. Jerem, Jason, I'm sorry I can't be there with you in person, but, man, it's always a pleasure to talk to you.
0: Hey, we'll party on the phone. So tonight's matchup with San Francisco, always an interesting one. BYU fresh off of this loss against Pacific, their worst of the season, uh, in terms of, uh, well, I guess a lot of things going into it. But what do you expect from BYU tonight in this
2: game? Well, you know, BYU has a pretty good history when they when they do lose a game of bouncing back. And, man, I you know, as a player... It's been a little while, Jerem, but as I can still remember what it was like to be a player. And if, if we, we, you know, we had a couple bad losses like that, and uh, and it's embarrassing. Uh, and you, you just want to get out on the floor and, and prove to everybody that you're better than that, and that uh, you're still a team to be reckoned with, and reestablish yourself in the conference. So I expect uh, a pretty good effort tonight from BYU, but it's a challenge. I mean, San Francisco. Uh, even though BYU's had some success against them that's a tough place to go and uh and they've got some good players uh at Dirksen and, and, and Watson and so uh, it, it's it's going to be a challenge um and BYU has not earned the right to, to, to take anyone for granted, obviously, with what happened against Pacific. And so it's going to be tough, but I think uh, the, the effort is going to be there. Uh, can I guarantee a win? No, but uh, it's certainly going to be a better uh, showing, I think, effort-wise from BYU than, than it was Saturday.
1: Mark, we know that Chase Fisher is listed as questionable with that shoulder injury. How concerned will you be if he can't go tonight?
2: I'd be uh, extremely concerned. I mean, he's a guy that uh, you, you can count on him for 20 points a game, and uh, you need to be able to rely on that consistency. It's like, you know, with Spencer being out, it's not a big deal because you have Jason coming in, <laughs> and you, you don't really lose anything there. But now if Jerem was out. Now we're talking. You've lost some serious <laughs> offensive output there. And no defense, harder. but offense,
1: yeah. <laughs> so Jerem is the Chase Fisher of BYU Sports Nation.
2: Yeah, I mean they're both good-looking guys that can put up big numbers, and so God guns in America—that's what I'm all about. <laughs> like Chase. <laughs> so I mean it's tough. I mean you got when you lose a guy like that, you got well now where are we going to find that? And so you kind of go down the list of guys that you think who's going to be because BYU doesn't have a lot of scores, consistent scores. So you got Chase, you got I think Kyle Davis. Uh, Kyle Collinsworth is one of the great all-time greats, but he's not really a scorer. You know, he can score, but you know he could have eight points or he could have 25 points. So he's going to have to pick up his game, obviously. Uh, and then everyone else is kind of up and down a little bit. And maybe you know who knows about Zach Sellius Is you know, how healthy is he? And uh, can Jordan Chapman step up? Uh, can Jacob Hartsock step up? I mean, Corbin there There's guys that can, but you just can't rely on it. And so that that makes a big difference, especially on the road, especially against a team that you're going to have to shoot well from the three-point line. And they, they shoot 15 of 30 against San Francisco at home and, and struggle to win that game. So you know they have to shoot well from the three. And, listen, you're I'm not a smart guy and certainly not smart enough to be a coach, uh, but coaches see a lot of film. And if you don't know how to uh, game plan against BYU by now <laughs> – you're just not doing a very good job. I mean, uh, it's pretty clear in the games BYU's lost, it's pretty clear what teams are doing. They're backing off of Kyle Collinsworth because he's not a threat, uh, really a threat to shoot. Uh, they're extending their defense on the wings, trying to shut off Emery and, and Fisher. And then everybody's packing in because you, you don't have to extend on on Collinsworth, Davis, or Kafusi, or let's say. So, it's like in football, you know, you're you're putting everybody on the line, stopping the run, and saying they're they're daring you to beat beat them going deep. They're playing that press coverage. See, that's pretty pretty impressive football knowledge there. I know you. that' was guys, pretty good. You said you were <laughs> smart. That was pretty. smart. <laughs> they're playing that press coverage and then and stacking the stacking the box and just saying, okay, let's see if you can beat us over the top with the threes. And be always able to do that. Against San Francisco at home, it's tougher to do on the road, and it's really, really tough if you lose a guy like Fisher. So, in a long answer to your question, you better hope Chase can go tonight because that, that's a, a recipe for real trouble if he can't.
0: You covered a lot of ground in that question. I want to dive into some <laughs> of those details there. But uh, BYU plays its best offensive game in terms of points 102. They, play, they tie their worst defensive output. At 92. What kind of game do you think would be a winning formula for BYU tonight on the road?
2: Well, the good news is San Francisco will play uh, an 80, 90, 100 point game, and that's when BYU is at their best. The teams they've lost to uh, are, you know, they limit possessions, they make you play half court offense, uh, and, and so. I think that bodes well in BYU's favor. Now, you look at that last game. You know, obviously BYU shot the ball great, but they did, they didn't play good defense. They got out rebounded. So, what I would like to see from BYU tonight is a better effort on the boards. And if you know, if they can get, because they're not going to shoot fifty percent, fifteen of thirty from three. Uh, Probably not. Uh, So you're going to have to do other things. You're going to have to dominate the boards, get a lot of offensive boards. I think that's really where they can do a much better job than they did last time. Uh, That'll get you more shots, so you don't have to shoot as high a number. Uh, I think they have to dominate the paint. Kyle Davis has to have a good game. I think they had eight block shots against San Francisco. That was good. Uh, create turnovers, get in transition. So there's things they can do a lot better than they did uh, against San Francisco the first time. And they're going to have to do it because the things they did really well against San Francisco, they may not be able to replicate. So you, you have to make up for that some of their areas. BYU Radio Analyst Mark
1: Durant joining us here on BYU Sports Nation on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Mark, you've been to this gym and we say Jim and mean Jim. Uh, what, what, what kind of a uh, atmosphere is that? What, what will BYU be facing tonight?
2: Yeah, you know, a lot of people talk about the gyms, and clearly, it's not a big gym. It's it's more of a glorified high school gym, but it's got great history. It's up on the hilltop there. You got your uh, you know, Bill Russell or up there, and they've had good, they have a good history, and uh, but. It, it's tough. I mean, you you think well, it's much more difficult to play in 20,000 seat arena than it is a 3,000 seat uh, Cracker Box. But when they fill that up, it's loud and the fans are right down on you, and you you know you you can't hardly shoot a three without hitting the top of the roof. And I mean, it's just weird to play in. And BYU gets a lot of fans, which you think. Will help and it does help, but it also really energizes the home team because they they're not used to playing in front of that and it kind of makes them mad a little bit that their gym's getting overtaken and <laughs> and it's so it's a it's a weird situation and you know Coach Rose thinks that it speeds you up in what you want to do offensively maybe he's right but it's it's just not what a lot of guys are used to playing in so you'd think it wouldn't you know it would be easier to play in a smaller environment like that but to me uh, it, it's just as hard and maybe be in a lot of ways harder so it's uh it's a unique place it's got a lot of history it's tiny uh, but uh, it, I kind of like it you know I'm not just saying that because I want to make trips to San Francisco and Malibu rather than Laramie and Albuquerque but uh, it, it's fun it's a fun little environment and and it can get really really loud.
0: As long as they're not banging those chairs in the post-game show, I think everything <laughs> will be great. Mark Durant is on BYU Sports Nation. Of, of
2: all the things I miss about not doing the game tonight, that's number one. With <laughs> Greg Rubell trying to ask Dave Rose questions while the bang! bleachers are just banging. Bang! <laughs> okay.
0: I said that uh, today. Uh, today's game is a season-defining game, in my opinion, for BYU. One, because I still believe they have the tiniest of at-large hopes should they make a run all the way to Tuesday night, and that's saying a lot. Uh, but if, if, and they haven't lost back to back games and they're coming off a bad loss. Do you think tonight, in some way, is a season defining kind of game for BYU?
2: I usually never disagree with you, Jerem. Uh, I'm probably going <laughs> to do that here. Uh, I, I kind of take the Hillary Clinton philosophy on this one. That, oh, boy. But, uh, what difference at this point does it make? Uh, <laughs>
1: Did not think that Mark was going to quote Hillary on this show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me too. I, I, I guess I'm a little more pessimistic. Sure, if they want out, the, you know, you might be able to talk about it at-large. I, I just don't know that at this point if they have – Good enough wins, and their losses are are so bad that uh, it, it's hard for me to make an argument for that. Now, with that said, is it important that the BYU bounce back? And and, and what I do think is important, I, I don't think they're going to win the conference at this point by any any chance. You know, either St. Mary's or Gonzaga, both of those teams aren't just going to implode. That would be what it took for BYU to get back and to win the to win the regular season. So, you, you know, to me, you're looking at the conference tournament, but with that said, you want to be at your very best when you get to that point. You want to be healthy, you want to be playing confidently, you want to be playing better defense, you want to be clicking on all cylinders, so when when that conference tournament does happen, you're well positioned to win it. And I think, as strange as it, as it is when BYU's you know, having one of their worst seasons in conference, that they may have their best chance uh, to win the conference title. I think absolutely they could win that thing and and beat beat a Gonzaga and a St. Mary's. So uh, I'm not so much concerned about tonight. Obviously, I want to see them play better and get better, but I just want the team to progress and get to a point where they can be playing their best basketball when they need to be, and that will be in the conference tournament.
0: Mark, we appreciate the time. Uh, good conversation. We should have you on again sometime.
2: Hey, I love you guys. I really do. You do a great job. Uh, I'm proud to, to be on your side, and, and the show is great, and uh, I can't say enough good things. And uh, I'll even say I, I like Spencer now. Since he's not there, I don't want to give, give him a big head. Yeah,
0: yeah, we got we got to keep it down in here. Mark, <laughs> we appreciate the time, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks. We'll Thanks, see Mark. you. It's Mark Duran on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. You know Mark uh, is sixth all-time. He, he, he did a lot of great things for BYU. Sixth all-time on the fouls list. Um, Nate Austin continues to try and climb that list tonight in Chasing Larson. On his way to BYU basketball immortality, Nate Austin is Chasing Russell Larson on BYU Sports Nation. He is eight fouls away, so potentially two games. We're hoping. So
1: you're but you're behind this, but yeah, not I'm, the I'm, countdown.
0: Yeah, because it's relevant for right now. <laughs> it's something that's going on right now, not in six months. So the so fouling six and a half months.
1: The the list, you know, climbing up the list of fouls. at BYU, he, going to be intrigues number- you enough. To want to do it. He's going to be number one but not, in BYU history. But not this the says, first football
0: game of the 2016 season. Hey, maybe post basketball, <laughs> football media day. I don't know. Falca- uh, at some point in the future, I can get into that. But Mark. The future, Connor? In the year 2000. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good stuff for Mark Durant. BYU at San Francisco tonight, 10 Eastern time. Coming up, the women's basketball team. They play San Francisco at home as well, 8 Eastern on BYTV. Mackenzie Morrison Pulsifer. She hit seven threes on Saturday. Can she do it again? She joins us next. Welcome back, Jam Jordan, Jason Shepherd and Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV, presented by the BYU store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Coming up Saturday, it's another
1: busy day for BYU hoops. The women host Santa Clara at two PM Eastern time, followed
0: by the men's game at Santa Clara at four Eastern. Both games will be broadcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. And of course, as mentioned tonight, eight Eastern time, BYU versus San Francisco the women, and then uh, 10 Eastern time, the men play. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. As mentioned, BY men's game day. Chase Fisher questionable for the game with a shoulder injury. We just talked to Mark Durant about his thoughts on the matchup. If you missed it, rewind on the DVR or download the show podcast. We also know the game time and TV for Saturday, February 27th when BYU hosts Gonzaga. That game will be seen on ESPN2 and will get
1: underway at 8 Eastern time. BYU
0: baseball picked to finish 5th place in the West Coast Conference this season. Colton Shaver was the only Cougar on the all-West Coast Conference preseason team. A little surprised only one Cougar was named there and BYU kind of middle of the pack at 5th. So...
1: Yeah, motivation. Certainly motivation. They'll use that uh, when the season begins. And women's hoops, as we've mentioned, is in action tonight in Provo, 8 Eastern time on BYU TV. The Cougars have won 12 in a row, looking for their 13th
0: straight victory With against that, San Francisco. Let's bring in the uh, shooting guard Mackenzie Pulsifer, Mackenzie Morrison Pulsifer, mm-hmm. into studio for the second time, I think, this season. Welcome back. Thank you. Do, are you going by you know MMP or <laughs> Morrison Pulsifer, or is it now just Pulsifer?
3: Um, I think it Kind of changes from game to game depending on the announcer and how they want to do it. I think it gets old, so they just stick with Mackenzie
0: or Pulsifer. Yeah. yeah. What do <laughs> yeah. you want, though?
3: I I don't care. Don't care? <laughs> no, either one is fine <laughs> with me.
0: Yeah, that that first year after getting married, it's always the debate with play by It's Like, do we go with the dash? What do we do? What do, yeah. We do? yeah.
3: I'd say mine's a little long. So <laughs> yeah,
0: it is kind of your husband Adam. Uh, for those that don't know, on the football team, mm-hmm. how are things going for him and the with the new coaching staff?
3: So far, so good. Just tough trainings it sounds like for their off season and spring ball is just around the corner
1: you told me a couple of weeks ago that uh, that he was really excited about this new coaching staff that they're in such a very short period of time the the camaraderie and the chemistry has really been there
0: right
3: yeah yeah he says he loves the coaches and they all you know every every coach is for the players so sounds like a good good season start <laughs>
0: The is competing for, uh, you know, top five uh, BYU sports couple at BYU. We'll have to throw them in there. I think at the Y Awards last year we had a list about that. We'll have to throw you guys on that list, I think, this year. <laughs> All right. Um, Mackenzie Pulseverse is in studio. You guys have won 12 in a row, 18 of 19, first place in the conference, I believe, by game over San Diego. What's What's been one of the main factors, in your opinion, for why you guys have played so well so recently?
3: Um, getting better each game. Uh, it's, you know, our coaches get really... Up tight sometimes even after a win because they don't want us to come back the next day feeling that we have it. And so um I think having their intensity on us and then us knowing that the you know that each game we have to come in and play our best that pressure you know makes us grow as a team and and uh even on the games that you do win it's being able to take a step back and realize you know what things could we have done better and I think that's where we've Gotten better at.
0: I like how you mentioned, you know, the pressure associated with that. There, there's positive pressure, which is called you stress, a different kind of stress which people feed off. Do you guys have positive pressure that way?
3: Yeah, I I would say we do. I mean, there's that pressure of you should beat teams that you should beat. You know, that that idea of um, it's not a bad pressure, but it's a you should beat this team and and if you can't beat win those games then then it's going to be a long season. So, just focusing in on those games mo- is most important, like the games you need to win. Those are those are really important games that um I think sometimes teams can not pay close attention to. And so I think, you know, coach Judkins and the coaching staff do a great job of really prepping us for every single game no matter who it is we're playing.
1: It's not just the twelve wins in a row. You guys have been on a roll for a while. You've won eighteen of your last nineteen games. Does that two and three start at the beginning of the season seem like a lifetime ago?
3: <laughs> yeah, I just remember when we lost our first uh, couple games. I was just like, "Oh, I hate losing." <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: losing stinks.
3: Yeah. So, and and once we made it past that that little phase of our preseason, um, it's been it's been great because. You can't. Ask, I mean, if you're going to have your losses, you can't ask for a better time and do it at the beginning of the season and just get better from there. The fact that we haven't looked back since is is what is a good feeling.
0: Kenzie Pulsfer is in studio on BYU Sports Nation. The ladies play San Francisco tonight, 8 Eastern on BYU TV. Let's talk about Saturday. You hit seven threes. When did you know you were in the zone?
3: I was hoping to be in the zone from the start, so that was the goal. Um, just been really focusing in on shooting because I mean I'm a shooting guard and and that is kind of what I need to do so um, and that itself can be a lot of pressure thinking I got to make the shot so I just tried to change my mindset and um, realize that you know my team needs me for certain things and to be able to step up when the opportunity came is all I was really thinking about is how can I help my team so that that's really what I was thinking.
1: So will a BYU women's basketball player not named Kalani Purcell or Lexi Rideouts win the WCC Player of the Week? And might it be a Pulsifer?
3: <laughs> I don't know. That That's a tough one to beat. Kalani and Lexi, they might hold hold their own in that category. <laughs> I'd be fine if they just kept going with it. That could be a good talk at the end of season to say that they were the only ones that got it all year.
0: <laughs> yeah, It's been five in a row, and it's been crazy. Typically a team that, wins two, is probably going to win it. So that's kind of been a sign of you guys winning. But uh, who's, the, who's the coolest uh, Kalani on campus right now, in your opinion? The coolest Kalani? Yeah. Explain there, what you mean. There's a Sataki. Oh. And there's a Purcell. <sighs>
3: I don't know. I don't know the head coach for football, so I'm going to have to go with Kalani Purcell.
0: You've got to talk to Adam. you got to be like, listen, <laughs> She's i to go with her I teammate meet, regardless. Yeah. I know, I know. But you've got to meet Kalani at least. Like, you're, you're uh, the boss of your husband, if you will, right? You've got to meet the <laughs> boss at a company party or something?
3: I'm sure he's awesome, but <laughs> I'll go with Kalani Purcell. <laughs>
0: it's, it's been interesting because Morgan Bailey was the player of the year in the West Coast Conference, and you've lost Morgan. Um, and you guys won the tournament championship, but you were a five seed. This year, your regular season has been very different. What what kind of difference has Kalani Purcell made on this team?
3: Um, she has everything that we need. She can be an inside presence. She can be a, a guard on the wing. She can be um, a passer. She can be a scorer, and most of all, she's always a rebounder, as you can tell. Um, but just having someone that with that those dimensions of as a player, it's really hard for teams to stop. I mean, no team can stop her from having 10 rebounds a game. They might be able to, you know, not let her shoot as much, but that's that's not her. I feel like her strength is in every area. So one area that, you know, the team thinks they can stop, but they've got five other areas that they need to worry about. And I think having that as a player on our team has just made all the difference. She can do it all, so...
1: Coach Judkins has been a model of consistency as the head coach at BYU, and with the win last week, he reached as the head coach twenty wins, seven straight seasons, ten seasons overall during his tenure. What has led to such consistency with him at the helm?
3: Um, I think just you. He's as a, he's been here a long time. He knows what it takes to win he knows what it takes to do well and be successful and so I think a lot of that goes in before season even starts with him recruiting it goes into um, game preps and it goes into practices and every practice every game counts and, and I think he knows that and uh, and once you once you've done it once why why uh, go back so that's kind of what I personally feel um, as a coach that he's able to bring is that experience and he knows what it takes and so he pushes us every day.
0: Uh, Lexi Rydalch is 5th in the country, 24.7 points per game. How would you defend her if you were on another team?
3: Oh, that'd be tough. I I you know, first few years here, we guard each other a lot and it doesn't always end pretty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's a tough player cuz she can do everything. She can she can shoot if you sag off, she can drive if you're up too tight. I think my best bet against her, I mean, she's obviously stronger than me. I'd have to just get in her head. I'd have to make her mad.
0: <laughs> would you say that? You'd have to talk to I wouldn't a have to say, trash talk in there? No, I, get don't, her head a I bit? don't
3: think that would be me. But, you know, just anything you can do to draw on those emotions, that would be my best bet because she's, she's too athletic, too good to, to do uh, – to physically stop her, so I'd have to <laughs> have to have to go to Plan B. <laughs> think,
0: things are going well for her. Uh, you know, West Coast Conference all-time leading scorer went over 2,000. I think she's, what, in second place now in BYU history, so certainly fun to watch her. And then when you're making seven threes and that layup we just saw on BYU TV, <laughs> good times as well. Well, good, good luck. We appreciate the time, uh, 8 Eastern time tonight in the Merit Center.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Mackenzie Pulse for on BYU Sports Nation. They are killing it. If you have not watched them, check them out tonight eight Eastern Time on BYU TV. And the men in action tonight and our Twitter question, what do you expect tonight from the BYU hoops team uh, at our Greenhaw? We bounce back and shoot well for a big win. You always gotta shoot well, I think, on the road. Yeah, they do. Way. And
1: and that's gonna be even more difficult if a guy like Chase Fisher doesn't play tonight. That's why it's it's such a it's a sh- it's such a huge thing to be following today, whether or not he's able to play in this game tonight. Uh, this zone coming in from Cam says expecting some hot shooting tonight. It's about time to
0: start dropping eighty plus again. Eighty plus is probably going to have to be, be the low. Game. Mark Durant that yeah. may be low. <laughs> they needed they needed ninety three <laughs> to win the last game. Double header tonight: eight Eastern the women, ten Eastern the men. Coming up: Keaton Cullimore from men's tennis makes his debut on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation Live, catch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. It's a
1: hoops doubleheader tonight on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Women's basketball hosts USF at the Marriott Center at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And then immediately following that game, the
0: men's team will take on San Francisco in the Bay Area at 10 Eastern. It's a big night for the Cougars. It really is. Check it out tonight on BYU TV, those two games. Our Twitter question today, what do you expect tonight from the BYU Hoops team at Josh Mel 313 I would like to see the starters only play 15 to 20 minutes, rest those legs, and get healthy for Vegas, WCC Tournament Champs, or bust. I agree with the rest part. 15 to 20 minutes uh, is going to be tough to get a lead big enough to not play at least 30.
1: Yeah, and you you don't, don't want to just not play, and not try and win these games. You, you still need to make sure that when you go into the WCC tournament, you're getting a good seed. You don't want to fall down right. you and get a bad the, seed. No less than the three. So, yeah, I mean, and, and trust me, BYU's not going into this thinking that. Just, but we've, we've seen that from a couple of different – uh, people on Twitter, that it doesn't really matter if you win or not, just get healthy for the tournament. Well, right. that's not necessarily true. There's like true. a
0: mail-it-in vibe that I'm kind of uncomfortable very with uncomfortable. from some people. But if if that's your, your opinion, keep using the hashtag BYUSN. Let's welcome in our first uh, men's tennis player this season. His name's Keaton Cullimore. He's a junior. Went to Brighton High School here in Utah. Keaton, welcome to BYU Sports Nation, man. Thanks. Excited to be here. Let's talk about your Letterman jacket, okay? It's 2016. The, these are a little bit of a throwback, right? Not everyone's rocking these on campus. I, I love it. I love it. What when did you decide you'd
4: get a Letterman's jacket? Um I don't know, you know, there's there's been like this whole hipster vibe going in like mm-hmm. on, on campus. And so everyone dresses the same, so now it's not hipster. So and so, <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I decided I would, I would bring this back out, a little yes. retro um, letterman. So.
1: so did you have a high school letterman's jacket as well?
4: I actually didn't, no. <laughs> I, like I, I did it, you know. So <laughs> I decided to swap things around and nothing wrong with that. Now I'm here with the Lettermans. That's awesome. Okay, t- uh, we'll talk about tennis in a second. But you're one of ten kids. Yeah, ten kids. Okay, where do you fit in? in- there. So I'm the second youngest, and so I have, a, I have a younger sister who gets spoiled the most. Yeah, <laughs> um, she
0: has two Letterman's jackets.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But my parents had seven children. And they decided they wanted to be a little more diverse, so they adopted three black children, and so. So what's what's the makeup of boys and girls of the ten? So it's five boys and five girls. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. You can t- even them out when you adopt, though. You can be like, okay, we'll get two. Yeah, we'll yeah. It's up. like, yeah. okay, we'll do this, and they nailed it. So, okay, so uh, how old's your oldest sibling? My oldest sibling, not exactly sure. I want to say thirty-eight. Wait, between thirty-eight and how old's the youngest?
0: Nineteen. So ten and twenty-one. That's about every two years, okay? That, but that's not that big of a gap. I was expecting it to be more because my mom's one of ten, and the gap is like. Uh, pushing almost 30, I feel like. Wow. Difference, right? Yeah, 30-year
1: difference. Yeah, wow. or
0: 25 or something. Yeah.
1: I'm always curious as to how athletes get involved in their particular sport. How did tennis come into
4: your life? Why Why was tennis the sport for you? So this is a funny story. So um, I played every sport except for tennis. I, play, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I played basketball. I ran track, did gymnastics. Um, but then my brother played tennis, and I'm just super competitive. And so I decided, you know what, like, I'll, I'll try playing tennis. And he was, like, six years older than me. And so I started playing, and after about, like, three years, I got better than he was. And he wasn't too happy about that, but he he kind of got me into it. Hmm. So that's how I started playing.
0: Now you're a junior, 6-1, uh, and one, I believe, this season so far. Yep.
4: Uh, how's the season gone for you, in your opinion? Uh, it, it's gone super well. Um, our coach has made sure, you know, to let us know what he expects from us and his goals for us and for me. You know, I have really high goals to get to the NCAA tournament and stuff. So I feel like it's gone really well. You know, I had a tough loss to my rival last week, <laughs> to but <your> rival. <laughs> to my rival, yes, to my rival. But like you, was, you, you know him well, and you have a rivalry set up from previous years is si- it like? since since junior tennis. Ooh, since okay, junior tennis, what's his yeah. name? Uh, Henry Craig. Henry Craig. So how do you how do you handle a loss like that? Is it is it tough to let that one go? Yeah, it it's tough. It's kind of like, you know, nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> you know, it's it's a difficult thing, but we're we're buddies as well, you know, so we gave each other a hug at the end and it's a senior year, so we won't have another match again, but it was good. It's fun. It's always fun to participate. And...
0: You guys play uh, Boise State Saturday at home. There's is there free pizza? Is that Free pizza, the thing,
4: always free pizza. You always know. free pizza. Blackjacks.
0: Okay, yeah, I, li- I like that. That's good stuff. And that's uh, I forgot what what times the what times the uh, tennis meet. Uh, it's Match. gonna be at
4: five thirty. Five thirty. Okay, Mountain Time. Mm-hmm. If people aren't in Provo, can they wa- can they watch online or anything like uh-huh. that? Uh huh. Yeah, okay. there, there's a new online thing. There's a donor that donated some money, and so now yeah, you can watch online. It, does that change anything for you? Or are you thinking, like, oh, people are uh, watching video of me now? I are mean, you in the zone? I mean, occasionally, like, I'll pose for the, the camera. But <laughs> <So> <laughs> after, <laughs> after I win, I'll throw up one of these or something like that. But. Yeah, but that's hipster, and everyone's doing that, so maybe not. Anything, yeah, right? maybe it depends what's hipster or not, <laughs> which I'll do. So. You know, tennis, stand out. tennis is interesting because, I mean, you're obviously a team,
1: and, you know, there's competition that, that way. But. Most of your matches are all individual. How does that dynamic work when you're out there by yourself, but yet it's still a team?
4: Um, for, for me personally, it's all about like the energy. You know, you'll be playing, and sometimes you might be losing, but then you hear Andre. He's like the, the loud Russian guy on our team. He <laughs> <laughs> yells something in Russian, and it just fires everyone up. It kind of rallies the troops. and so um, It is kind of individual, but then when you kind of feel that energy, everyone just gets fired up, so it, it's a good thing. So you don't even know what he's saying per se. He I don't,
0: just I yells don't even. Something, and you're like, yeah,
4: I, yeah. I, I recognize some of the not so nice words that he, that, that he says. <laughs> That's not always how that works. <laughs> I'm like Andre doesn't look happy right now, but you know, it's it, it's all good.
0: Keaton Cullimore from uh, BYU men's tennis is on BYU Sports Nation. BYU plays Boise State on Saturday, 5:30 uh, Mountain Time. If you want to watch that online, you, I, I think on BYU where you can show up, get free pizza. Uh, it'll be awesome. Who's your? Uh,
4: who are some of your favorite pro tennis players? Um, I got to go with Federer. He's he's a pretty classy guy, wins a lot, the The best player of our time. So I think Federer and Djokovic as well. I love, like, his fight and his attitude on the court. So I would say those are probably my two favorite players right now. Do you watch a lot of tennis? Um... I would say I watch a decent amount. I wouldn't say like I'm like a couch potato. I sit there and I'm watching TV all yes, the time. Yes, you starting know, open
0: it at 3 a.m.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> like I'm not one of those loyal like 3 a.m. guys. But if if it's on TV, I'll watch it.
1: What What are your thoughts on on American tennis in general? Because I know that you know a lot of people are wondering when that next great you know American tennis player you know where it's sustained for a long time. What are your overall thoughts on American tennis?
4: Um, yeah, I would say it's pretty average right now. I'd say it's it's been better, you know, on previous times. Um, but yeah, I think Europe's kind of taking it over right now. But we'll see. You know, maybe there'll be an African star from BYU that comes up. I don't know. Hey, hey. I don't know. I we'll know see. one.
1: <laughs> and obviously, I was I was talking on the men's side. We've obviously got some really good American tennis players yes. on the women's side. Yeah. I was referring
0: to the men's side. I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, w- when you when you look at um, the sport of tennis, some people just play it casually, fun, like on dates or whatever. Can you play tennis for fun, like like just casually, or are you always competitive with it?
4: Um, I, I, c- I can play for fun. There's some people on our team that are really intense, but I can play for fun. It's a good um, way for me to get dates. You know, it's Ooh. like, hey, do you want to play some tennis? And so, it's it's one of my ways. Did you let them yeah. win. You, you you have to let them win. You, you make <laughs> it competitive. You're left-handed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> backhands only or something. Left-handed yeah. winner gets a kiss. I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Wait, wait a minute. Nice. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Keaton, great stuff. Uh,
0: we appreciate you coming in. Good luck against Boise State on Saturday. Thanks. Again, free pizza, 5.30 if you're local. Want to come to the indoor, definitely not outdoor, uh, courts on Saturday. Check it out. Keaton Cullimore and the BYU Cougars, who were undefeated until last Saturday. They are a good team. Check them out. Coming up on Saturday. Our Twitter question. What do you expect from tonight's BYU Hoops team at Not Anonymous? An 11-point win followed by a completely head-scratching loss to WCC Cellar dweller San Diego. (laughs) Really? That's the one we put in there? Who put that in the script? Use the hashtag BYUSN. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar
1: Whiparound. Men's basketball. It's a men's hoops game day. BYU is at San Francisco live at 10 Eastern time on BYU TV. Oh, <laughs> Chase Fisher is questionable for the game with a shoulder injury. We also know the game time in television. For Saturday, February 27th, when BYU will host Gonzaga. That will be on ESPN2
0: and will begin at 8 Eastern Time. Women's basketball. The ladies are in action tonight in Provo. 8 Eastern Time on BYU TV against San Francisco. The Cougars are looking for their 13th straight win. Mackenzie Pulsper joined us earlier in the show. Baseball.
1: BYU baseball was picked to finish fifth in the WCC this season. Colton Shaver was the only Cougar on the all WCC preseason team
0: softball The season begins today for the West Coast Conference champs at the Kajikawa Classic in Tempe against Air, uh, San Jose State and Tennessee Tennis! Oh, ben, by the way
1: Oh thanks The women's team plays at Wichita State in Columbia, Missouri at
0: noon Eastern Time Swimming and Diving Kevin Dreesen and Allie Tippett's cut camp are the MPSF Turbo Athletes of the Week Cougars
1: in the PGA Zach Blair and Daniel Summerhays are playing at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am starting today. Summerhays is currently two over par through seven holes. Zach Blair will tee off within the next hour.
0: This course is electric. Future guests, handsome Taniello, BYU defensive lineman signee. Jack DeMooney, new player personnel guy on the football team. Matt Brown of SB Nation. Mike Littlewood from the baseball team. Derwin Gray, former BYU corner and BYU signees. Jonah Trineman and the lemma and Anson Winder. That's all. Star-studded. Like, what in, is... Into next week. We're going crazy. For the first time, Ben Bagley booked like seven guests into the next week. He's going crazy. I think it's because he's taking some days off next week. <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Wow. You need the most? DexterLaw.com. Who gets the Rise and Shout today? I'm going to give the Rise and Shout to BYU Baseball's Kyle Dean. It okay. is his birthday today. Oh, nice. Nice way to throw that in there, and that was on Twitter, so I hope that's accurate. Our elite tweet: On <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect tonight from the BYU hoops team? At that League guy, ninety-one triple double from Big Rush of five, four fouls from Rex, Source Rex. thirty-five points from Lexi Wright, two big Cougar wins. That would be awesome. That'll do it for us. For Jason, I'm Jeremy. Shout out to Fred Petty, BYU Sports Nation. Back at it tomorrow.